Okay, hi, hey, how are you? It's, what is it today? What are we? Where are we? Who are we? And why have we done it? I don't know what's going on. It's Tuesday, September 14th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Ajen Grant. On today's episode, we talk challenging acting roles. Is there a limit to what one would do? Well, let's find out. We also talk extensively about The Morning Show on Apple TV, plus The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and so much more. And it all starts now. Now, why don't we do a take two? Taz, wait a minute. Let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Camp. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking? To. What am yeah. I doing? Julian Dion Comedy Hour? We're okay. listening to the... Ah, fuck some Comedy <laughs> Hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, <laughs> doesn't it? Days and <laughs> Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Beautiful. <laughs> Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Siggs. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People I need to lose, sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour, it's a show. It's okay. Come on, yeah, buddy. Welcome. Oh, there we are. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. You are listening to a brand, brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. There she is. Episode 432. This is the two of us today. No guests. We're going to hang out. Coming at you, of course, broadcasting from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. Two of us and Nuggy and Gordo. Nuggy, Gordo, everyone's here. The whole fam damnly. 
I don't know why that just made me miss home. <laughs> just saying uh, that right now. Uh, well, it looks like I'll have one more week of coffee, 10 days. <laughs> My dentist appointment is not until next Wednesday. September. So happy. I was, although I was looking forward to this next chapter in my life. Well, just do it now. You don't have to keep drinking coffee. I know, but I, you know, my personalities. I see it. I'm like, oh, party for the next week. Yeah, I thought I was going to the dentist today, so I was going to stop drinking coffee and all that, just to start with a fresh slate, i.e., mouth. And uh, it's next week. Sigada. So here we are, caffeinated, excited. Had a weird sleep, weird dreams. Yeah, I've been having weird dreams the last couple nights too. Yeah, so I'm all uh, weird. I was actually fighting nausea this morning. Oh. You know, uh, to the point where, where uh, your mouth gets watery and you're like swallow, 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 swallow. Am I gonna puke? I woke up to that. Oof. I know. I, I don't know why, but uh, fought through it. And here. Here we are. We are, Jenny Grant. I talk about often about if I, uh, being a sellout or what I would do for money, which is pretty much anything and everything. There's not much. Yesterday, Mia, my agent, our agent, sent me a message for a request for a self-tape. She goes, this is a sensitive one. I understand if you don't want to do it. Oh, boy. When it starts like that. I know. And uh, I'll look into it. I look look into the details and it's like the role is it's for a French TV show a big show on on Radio Canada that you know Uh, no I don't know I don't know any French things I learn them as I go as far as any uh, pop culture or shows or anything I don't know much but uh, it's a show I won't tell this I won't say the show name but it's a it's a show and it's a new character a family friend that um Actually, an uncle and his sister. Uh, he's got a sister, and his sister has a kid. Oh and, God! And he takes. Um, oh God! A, and he takes, kind of like a, a. Does he do something bad? Um, father role for the kid or some sort. Yes, he's a pedophile. Oh. He fucks the kid. <laughs> I know. So. Uh, I don't know why you had to say that last sentence. I know. No. Why did you have to say that? I don't know. It's awful. Uh, and then I, 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 I hope you said no. I said yes. <gasps> I didn't think twice. Because if you think about it, if you think of uh, watch, because we watch um, Law and Order Special Victims Unit and stuff, and there's often child predators on there. It's just an acting gig. You just act it. Oh, it's choppy, the feed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, now it's not so much, but it, it was. Is someone so, telling us that, or no, you're seeing? Me, me. Okay, me. No. Now it looks okay, but it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. We'll just, just we'll just you know, we'll though. just plow through. There's nothing we yeah, can do, no, so no, may no, as well no, just no. plow through and not even address it if it gets choppy because it it takes the wind out of the sails. Excuse me. Oh, the look, the look back. What? You want to know if it's choppy? Yeah, I do. I do. It's just if it's not really, then it. Um, anyway. Shut it. Excuse me. <laughs> what? That wasn't you. That wasn't directed at you. That was directed at me. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, no, I said yes. I'm going to get the size for it. And re- would you read for a pedophile? No. No? No, but I don't really like acting. And I, don't, I wouldn't want to go to that place in me. 
Like I, because I feel like to be a really good actor, it's I, not you have going to, to a place. It's, it's not like dark. oh, let me tap into my pedophile. Uh, no, I know, but I wouldn't even like to pretend to be one. Inner pedophile is totally like made to up act. acting. I know, but I still wouldn't like to act like one. I just you know wouldn't. what scares me is the um, public perception because people often don't don't make the difference between a character and a person. I would hate that I would go do a stand-up show somewhere or something in French and go back and people think of an actual well, you know, uh, child predator because I played one on TV. That is an actual consideration because especially when a movie or a TV show is very, very popular. Yeah. And that actor plays, it, they identify them as that. Like, yeah. it happens when it's non-offensive, inappropriate th- um, roles. Like, even, for instance, if you think of, uh, it's hard when you really, a beloved character even, this, it works the same way. You you don't want to see them as anything else. Yeah. But it's up to you. I, I wouldn't want to do that. But I do. I, d- I said yes. I think you just want to make money doing what you do. That's the thing. Would you play, is there any limit to what, you, would you play a lesbian where you would make out hardcore with someone, scissor on camera and all that? Softcore? Not softcore, but just like a regular movie. Not not like porn, but just a love scene. Uh, well, again, I don't like acting enough that mm-hmm. I would do that. Paid you 60 grand. Who's the girl? <laughs> <laughs> The girl is Erica Sigurdsson. Oh no! You both booked something. Oh, I thought you'd like to know if you know your no. acting partner in the situation. Okay, well then, who cares? You like said I'm supposed to kiss Erica. I don't. You said Ew. who's who's the no uh, offense, thing? Erica. You said who's the other actor, implying that it would make a difference who it is. Attractiveness. You would like to. And I'm not saying Erica's, Erica's not attractive. attractive. I'm saying she's my friend. That's gross. Right. Okay. Would you, would you, let me Absolutely. turn the tables. Turn yeah, the ta- right. Go ahead. Let's try it out. No friggin' way. Go, go. Okay. You get booked on a movie or a show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm with you. you have to make out. Go ahead. And scissor. Scissor with jeans on or jeans Laurent. off? Laurent. <laughs> yes, I would scissor on for a movie gig or a TV role, especially recurring. Absolutely. Ah, turbulence face. Oops. <laughs> no, there's not many roles I wouldn't take or try. And, and and I'm not even I didn't even land this role. This is just like she's just asking me if I wanted to read for it. So that's a whole other thing. But I figure it's a numbers game. It's odds. Cause when she told me this, she sent me the email, I thought, I'm sure some people would, like you, say no. So then my odds are better. Mm-hmm. What if that was my big break? Oh, I think actors would just do. If you're a hardcore actor, yeah, right. I bet you the there's most. There's no one. There's not a lot yeah. of people turning it down. I it's, think. I think if you're a hardcore actor, you're a purist. You're like, I'm acting, so yeah, it doesn't right. matter what you're it right. is. You're right. Um. So I. I, uh, I don't think it's gonna. Unless you're. No, I don't even think so. Cause. Cause. I, smart people know it's acting. I just right. wouldn't. To me, I don't like acting very much. I, I keep saying that, but it's true. Like I don't like it enough that I would do that. I think maybe she asked me if I wanted to do it because I had to do an audition recent. Well, not that recently, maybe, but in the last like six months or so, where it was. Remember, it was really emotional. Yeah. You and I had to be like a couple, yeah. and that, that we met each other and we're crying and we're in love. And I was like, I turned it down. I said I can't. Like f- that was harder to do because we needed to be a real couple and real. And what was what was it? Remember, it was. Um, we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. I, I told you about it on the podcast because I knew you would be like, no way. 
Yeah. And you said no on the podcast. And I said I already told you. I think, didn't we have to like kiss or something or... Well, why would that be difficult? <laughs> Couple of 12 years asked to kiss on camera. T- turns it down. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I think we had lost a child or something. Remember? Yeah. We lost like a child. It was something like that. We lost a child and we had to be like devastated, like bawling. And I'm like, I can't. I'll do most comedic things, no problem. But this was, was tough. And mm. uh, so I think that's why she asks because I have turned down. But for me, in in my eyes, playing a... Child predator seems easier than yeah. uh, a couple that just lost a child that has to cry about it. Mm-hmm. Unless, I, unless I have to play a child pro- child predator that cries, then I can't do it. <laughs> a sensitive, <laughs> emotional child predator, I can't. But anyway, we'll. So we'll when, s- when do you have to do that? I don't know. She just. I actually didn't get the sides yet or anything. She just asked. I said. Well, I said. It was a back and forth email. First, I said. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm down. It's acting. Who cares? And then I said, well, I should ask, is it a good opportunity? Like, what's the... Is it pay? I don't want to do... Yeah, is it worth it? I don't want to play a child predator for $180. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So uh, she said, oh, no, it was a really good, uh, really good opportunity. It's that idea of Canada show. Then she told me the details, what show, and the, the, the rates, and the union rates. So it's, it is good, but it is you are playing... Okay, I have a question. A pedophile. Go ahead. If you're going to promote... Like, say you book the role... Mm-hmm. And you are you going to promote that? Absolutely. Are you going to pr- block your parents from the promotion? No, my parents might be watching now. It's a uh, no, no. It's it's acting. Would you want your parents to know you did that though? I would tell them. I'm sure they probably won't advertise it because they usually like to share with people what I've I've been up to. People from the village, mm-hmm. they might not share that one. Hey, he's on TV again. Wouldn't that be funny? Playing this a pedophile. Like in acting, you audition so much and like, you know, it's just the way it is that you audition a lot mm-hmm. before you book. Wouldn't it be funny if like this is the one you book? That's what I'm saying. And, and I, I said that to me. I said, what if this is my big break? I win an <laughs> award for playing a pedophile or something. I don't know. But I'm doing it. I'm going to uh, audition. Audition. I'm not- I hope I don't have to read any lines with you. You're going to have to be the kid. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, uh, and again, we're not laughing at pedophilia. It's the most horrific thing um, on earth. It is. And uh, so, so I'm I'm, just talking about the role, the the, the limitations on, Mm -hmm. the professional limitations on what one would do. Well, it opens up a lot of questions in terms of like, you know, if, if I got booked to, like when you see sex scenes, yeah. Like having se- having sex as an actor with another actress. Some are actor. so intense too. Like some are yeah. like so like thrusting, and you see yeah. the butt cheeks, and it's like, how did you do that with thirty people watching you? I know. And it's not a porn; it's a, just acting. At porn, it's a different thing. You go, okay, I'm. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. Yeah. It's we're at making sweet, sweet love in front of a crew, but a uh, just a sex scene in a regular movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got 30 people watching you and you're like, you've got a uh, cock sock on that you just like dry cock hump. Sock? Dry humping? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's a cock sock, they call it in the industry. It's well, a isn't it a condom? No, no, it's like a fabric thing that goes over. It looks like a cup. like a, what? To make it It stay. looks like a jockey. No, just so you're not rubbing your actual dick against uh, your acting partner and like thrusting your boner dick. It's just, it's like hidden behind a little cloth. 
Oh, oh, I see. You know, like instead of wearing underwear, it's like underwear, but just the front oh, part. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, and they call it a cock sock in the industry. Got it. Same as the uh, firkin. Hey, Wendy from Merkin? You- Merkin or firkin? I don't know. Wendy from YouTube says, maybe that is why the weird dreams and woke up feeling sick. That is a very good point. Oh, maybe. Because you don't realize that, we don't realize the power of like, that kind of information in our brain, you know? No, but you know what I dreamt of all night is the morning show, and we'll get to it in a minute, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. Wendy, well, I wish it went, Wendy loves Nuggy, our cat, and I wish you could see him because he's over here to What to if I change the left. camera angle to, oh, you can kind of see him yeah. there. Yeah, there, a little bit. There's Nuggy, specifically for Wendy on YouTube. <laughs> there you go, Wendy on YouTube. Enjoy Nuggy. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I've had weird dreams all night thinking of the morning show on Apple TV. And by the way, we're a little behind on this because this show came out, what, two years ago? A year I ago? Don't know. And not the best show. It, it takes, we're on episode nine and it literally just now got good. Like, talk about long. Is it nine? Right. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. we're, we're plowing through. And it's just one season, one and done, right? Well, no, not one and done. Like, oh, it's not? There's going to be a second season. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought it was just the one season. So no. if you don't know what the morning show is, it's with Jennifer Aniston and uh, who else? Um, and uh, Steve Carell. Yeah, jeez. I was drawing totally uh, a blank. Reese Witherspoon. R- right. And then a bunch of other actors you've seen before but don't know their names. Like the that acting one is guy good but corny. Lost. Yeah. I know. It's so corny. I like her like role, Reith, Reith Witherspoon's role is... <laughs> Reith? Reith. Reese. Reese. Reese with a spoon. <laughs> His role is really obnoxious in it. This yeah. like truth teller, like of uh, uh, moral compass. Like she just can't. She she's new, and it's like me, don't slip up and tell me the truth because it'll come out on TV. Like no one would be like that in a new environment. It's annoying. Like and by the way, no one in the new environment would tolerate that. Like a new nobody from plucked out of obscurity is now an, an anchor it's, it's like oh don't say anything around the new anchor because she'll she's the truth teller she's like plus the- plus it's such a cushy gig like you can't tell me that you've been plugged like slugging it out as a reporter for 20 years just in like um obscurity. Fuck, middle of nowhere yeah like you're not making a lot of money no and then you get on the then- biggest show Jeez. no i know what oh what? i'm trying to finish my sentence oh, and geez, you're like spit it out you're annoying. No, no. But you're right. But it's based on, uh, it's loosely based on the Matt Lauer Today Show thing. You say loosely? Well, no, pretty, pretty. Uh, oh, Martin Short's in it too. Oh yeah, Martin Short's in it. Briefly, just the one in the one episode, isn't he? Two. Is it two, is he? Remember he's, there's a scene yes. with, yeah. Remember the one where they're sitting outside having drinks and talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is a really good show. It just goes to show the culture of of uh, it, it it probably is one of the more important shows for me too. Mm-hmm. Because it really paints the picture of how it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rape, how it happens, but also um the cover-up, how everybody knows it's a culture that supports it. Because when you when you first say that like as an idea, a culture that supports, um, hello, yeah, a culture that supports uh, this kind of behavior and and um, 
hides it or whatever you think well that seems insane how would you and then but the show show uh, really highlights how organically it kind of happened. are you texting for two seconds come on it was two seconds um oh my god what you what are you talking well no but i'm talking to you and you're like "Mm -hmm." it was two seconds i know but what was the last thing i said you said it's in a culture that true good point all right here you can multitask um I, um, yeah, but it just goes to show how it like, like, okay, spoiler alert, because we're talking about the morning show. If you haven't seen it on Apple TV yet, go watch it. It's a great show. But like, for example, on when they go to Vegas, Steve Carell, like that episode, the the most recent episode, it's really like, because you really see how he is. Because the first like eight episodes, like you don't know how he actually is in that environment. Then the ninth episode, they show like pre all accusations before it came out and how he actually was on set and stuff. And you're like, oh, piece of shit. When he comments on the girl's dress and all this. I hate to say it, but I feel like there's a lot of guys like that. A hundred percent. That's why it's so jarring. Like not just in a work environment, not just that specific thing, but like back in high school, I remember I'd have friends that would be treated like shit from guys. And then a lot of guys would say, he's a great guy because you know, these, a lot of guys can be great guys. It's like, no, he's not a great guy. Then if he treats women like that, Mm -hmm. he's not a great guy. Like, oh, fine. You can party with him. Yeah. He shows up to like you know, go and play uh, a game, like some kind of a baseball or a basketball with you. But that doesn't mean that he's a good person. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And the way it happens, like... I really, The, the yeah. Steve Carell character, you can tell when he's in his element, like before he gets his life... He's a good actor, eh? Amazing. Oof, Unbelievable. And uh, But you can tell that he's like on the forefront of his, of his mind at all times is just sex. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. sex, just sexual. When he's at work, it's just like yeah. fucking is part of it. And it's just like, okay, who's next? Who who could I bang next? Then they go to Vegas and then he he's like, yeah. but even before they went to Vegas, when he suggests her to go to Vegas and stuff, you can tell it's like, oh, it's already in motion, like grooming and just like constantly yeah. like looking who you can bang and find out who you can bang. And then all of a sudden this new junior bookers on the show, then you, you promote her because you're this powerful guy on the show. You, you, bring her to vegas but when they're they're in that hotel room and it happens i was like shit you're giving away too much well that's why i said spoiler alert yeah Um, i know but wendy wants to watch it she just said i'm gonna watch it it is no still watch it i'm not ruining anything but i i I just want to say this point when it when it happens like when someone like in a position of power grooms someone like that to sleep with them i get it because i could I mean, I mean, as far as the the woman, I mean, I get it. I get going through with it and doing it because people from the outside looking in go, "Why would you sleep with him if you didn't want to?" He's disgusting, like a Harvey Weinstein or whatever. But then you get it. I'm watching this thing, and when they're in the hotel room and all that, I go, "Oh, he could have totally banged me <laughs> for sure." Even though I am not gay at all, <laughs> not a gay bone in my body. This in that episode situ- is making me question things. In that situation, I'd have been like, "Shit, I guess this is happening." It just kind of happens for girls, right? Like we're in that position it's where you're really like, weird "You don't want to, but it happens," and you don't want to, but it does. But people think, "Oh, because it's someone you work with, and you obviously wanted it because you were both on a work trip." And, and but it's like, "Oh no, it can happen where you actually don't want it and you actually get it." Yeah. I know that sounds insane coming fired, from a man because if if she exactly. said no. 
If she said no, there'd be some sneaky way of I was, making her lose her job. I was really in her shoes watching that scene and I was like, I would do it. If I was in that position, <laughs> as as me, not even as her, as me, and Steve Carell character was gay or something Excuse? and he came... I would that probably do That is uncomfortable for me to hear. I'm sympathizing with women saying that I understand I not it. wanting to do something but and then still gonna, going through with it now for I'm your wonder career. Any agent or uh oh, come on. Booker. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm on the women's side here and you're like trying to make a joke, but you know what I mean. I'm not actually trying to make a joke. I think it's a very reasonable thing for me to be like Yeah, anyway. But I understand now how women that actually don't want to have sex with these bosses and people that they work with that are higher up and actually do it. Mm-hmm. And I was so in the moment yesterday watching the show. I was like, she has to do it. She doesn't want to. And now she's going to do it. And, and, it's it, all, and it even happens, uh, stuff like that. If you talk to women, I know that women would agree that stuff like that happens even when you're not getting anything out of it. Sometimes I've talked to, I've talked to women where they say they've, done, they've had sex with guys even when they don't really want to, but they are put in an uncomfortable position. And then they feel obligated. It's like this weird, yeah. But like, they don't want to, and they're sending all the signals. And then all of a sudden, especially when you're young and you're figuring out how to navigate all that, it's like it. It sounds really strange, but I I know I know of, but probably most of the women I could talk to would agree that there's times that they've done things when they didn't really want to, but they felt this weird obligation, or like they were cornered, and it just kind of and it happened. But they didn't want to. Yeah, you don't, you don't, yeah, exactly. And, and then they show the way they do the show where in, in parallel, they show how they reported on the Harvey Weinstein stuff in the show. They report on actual news. So they're like talking about Harvey Weinstein. And you see Steve Carell's character legitimately uh, looking at this footage and going, what a creep. Meanwhile, he's Mm. doing the same thing, but you know that he believes it because it's such a, a small, it just happens incrementally where you're in this position of power and this place and then all of a sudden it's just like not realizing he's doing the same exact thing as Harvey Weinstein and calling him a creep and I'm sure he believed it in that moment when he goes creep like because he didn't doesn't see himself that way he just see, mm-hmm. sees himself as as the guy all the time at this place of work where he's like mm-hmm. the man but it's like mm-hmm. yeah it really this show is is really and uh, also probably trying to keep up the image that he's not like that it might be a combination of those right. two things like there's a part of him that might might go am i like that right. i better say right now ew gross what a creep because if i don't then people might think i'm like that yeah and there's all these moments like after vegas when he runs into her again uh, uh, that intern and just says hello to her in the hall yeah i know like, hey hannah that's such a, like and then she realized oh it happened because he didn't talk to her as if like they were boyfriend girl it it was just very cold and like hey hand and then she realized oh i was raped and it was like that moment and you could just picture matt lauer in all of those situations yeah handsome powerful uh you know and the contrast it's like that bill cosby thing it's a contrast of good morning everyone squeaky clean meanwhile in the in the uh, background, all this creepy stuff happening. It just makes it extra creepy. It does. And, but he gotta, and you got to think someone in that position, it's like a playground for him. You're just like building this like this this life with no rules or, or no consequences, I should say, where this... Imagine you're, you make... How much did Matt Lauer make a year? Oh. Could you look it up? Sure. And uh, like... 
d- tens of millions of dollars. It was in the millions. I just don't remember. Uh, like something insane. Do you want to know net worth or salary? No salary. Okay. Uh, so when you think someone makes that kind of money, uh, says twenty eight million a year. Twenty eight million dollars a year. You work in the mornings on this show. You just have like the world is your oyster. It's just like your world becomes your playground. Yep. Um, you literally have, there's nothing you can't do. You work in this environment where you're the top, top person. Everybody reveres you from the camera people to the, all the way down. You're the guy. And you have all this money and success and fame and power. I mean, all of a sudden you're horny. You're like, why can't I sleep with this uh, junior booker? She'd be a privilege for her to sleep with me. Like, I understand how these people start thinking. It's, an, it's a sick. Yeah, it's a power uh, power thing. It's so disgusting, that scene in the hotel room. Yeah. It's like, the way he does, it's unbelievable. And then he's like, they're just hugging. He's such a good actor. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, whoever, whoever, did, whoever wrote the scene, I'm like, okay, this person has raped someone because it's like unbelievable. It was really good. They're just like, she's leaving, they hug, and then the hug lingers, and then his hand is on her back, and then he's like, you smell nice. Just that smell. When he goes, you smell nice? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is too like creepy and real and intimate. Like, you can imagine what Yeah, it- he's like, you smell nice. And then he goes, he goes, you smell nice, and he goes... I like you. And he goes, I like you too. And then he starts kissing her neck. I'm, I'm like, oh my God, if I was her right now, I would have to do it. <laughs> like I understand. And it's awful. That's why I say this show, The Morning Show, it's cheesy. I think it's an age it's thing too. It's weird writing at times and it's like a, not realistic at times, but it's probably one of the most important shows for the Me Too uh, movement yeah, because it makes point. you realize like, holy shit, how, how it yes. can happen the, organically yeah, and people like protect people. The ins and outs of it all. And how yeah, because it really, you go... But you're absolutely right because in most people's perceptions, they think, oh, a colleague and a colleague go on a work vacation and that's what happens. But probably most often when that happens, there's one person that's higher up yeah. where it's implied and understood that if you don't do this, you're going to lose your job. Yeah. And and also that that character, you know, moved all the way to New York City. They gave up a lot. They're yeah. alone. They're already feeling depressed. And I know what that feels like. I remember being in New York, you know, and as before you and I got together that first year, just like trying to slug it out and, and giving up a lot in your own life to be there and feeling alone, feeling, you know, stressed out and yeah. ambitious. You're there for your job. Your whole life is your job. Mm-hmm. So if she doesn't do this... And then the top, top guy, the yeah. star of the show, yeah. shows interest. And you're like, oh, my God. I used to watch this guy on TV just m- weeks ago. Now he knows who I am. Now he wants yeah. to sleep with me. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to. It's awful. Yeah. I, like it must, like the Me Too thing, really, uh, it was easy to dismiss it being like, okay. And I like, a, mm-hmm. and because there's such a wide spectrum of, of uh incidences that 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 fall on the scale some are just like a bad date others are full-blown rape so you go which what's what and it kind of muddied the waters but geez this show has really done a a good thing for for that as a man watching it i go holy shit i understand how it all happens yeah the cover-up too when she goes up to the network and they're like you're a junior booker well now you're the head book it's just like all that stuff yeah you go of course that's how it works Mm -hmm. absolutely and why wouldn't they protect this dirt bag because he's the money he's the cash cow he's the reason he's all this these sponsors behind you know what i mean it's like yeah. all of these factors go into and the people protecting aren't necessarily bad people 
it's, you know the people it's that a know and yeah like the, the jennifer aniston character she's not a bad person it's just like okay you know that this producer slept with this guy you just it's common knowledge you don't address it it's just weird it's just like you're doing your job it's just like you don't it's not malicious necessarily it's just like it breeds this environment that that condones uh, uh, supporting this behavior. It's like it's insane. What I don't understand is why wouldn't that Junior Booker go to the HR? Like there well, had she went to above be... HR even. She uh, went to the yeah, top. Yeah, I know, top. but I feel like so you're you not. Think, yeah, but you're not thinking. You don't think oh, I should go to the top, but they probably are in cahoots. Like no, you... but I'm surprised. I would go to HR, but. Well, like that's, message the writers of the show. No, but you can, and, and I think in t- this is you're right. It's an important show because now it'll bring it, it. It'll bring it to the surface. It's more truth. It's just truth revealed, and and then people can see. Like now, like Jennifer Aniston, I I agree. I don't I don't blame her. The right thing would have been to to express it confidentially to HR, for instance. Almost but because she's and she also did. Here it's so layered and confusing because she actually you can love a you can love your coworker and also know this shitty side of them. He's so horny all the time in this show that he even tries with her a couple times. Yeah. Like a couple like even after all this thing he tried with her and then yeah. before, like during it when there's a flashback it shows and the like he's just always thinking about sex, like just always like and someone in that position often like is that yeah. fucking idiot. And that's ballsy of him too because to me i think he he hit that character and and it happens mostly in life where men like that will do that to someone less powerful like she's not less powerful she's his equal and he still tries it with her which i think is quite like stupid of him but then she probably also he probably knows that he's protected because she's not going to say anything because it'll tarnish her image as well and she's worried about that but you know, Wendy from YouTube, uh, it says that she said, you know, when you're young and naive, I think that's a critical part of this is, is someone do usually it would happen to someone, a vic- victim of this would be someone younger or in less power. Mm-hmm. That's what it's a power game. Yeah. And you don't know, like when you're that age, she was in her twenties, this, this girl on the show, you don't know. Like this has never happened to you before. She was also a deer in headlights. Like you don't even, even if she didn't want to do it and almost you're frozen. You can't believe this is happening. Yeah. You, you don't know what to do. You don't want, it's all shocking. And he, you know, she does kind of like him, but and she doesn't it, like him that way. As it's fucked up as it, as it is too, like for the guy, for the Steve Carell character, the guy, the main guy, like you almost, this is going to sound bad, but hear me out you almost can't blame him because it's just kind of like he's put in this position where just like every need that he can think of is met instantly (laughs) (laughs) i love that you have your soundboard go right in the mic though because people yeah but i thought it'd be obnoxious did you hear it at all yeah i did okay i don't know if the listeners did but um like when you think of ron jeremy porn star ron jeremy who is now in going to be in prison for the rest of his life He's facing like 150 years. Um, same same kind of thing where like he's just, he grew up, he's a porn star. He's known as Ron Jeremy. And he just grew up like where you just, if you want sex, you just grab it and you get it, right? Like he came up in that world. And then it came out, all these sexual assault uh, charges that came out from rec- in recent years of him being in his 60s and 
raping 19, 20 year olds, like young girl. But you can see how his world, he's all fucked up in the head. He's just a walking boner. So he's like, well, oh, someone shows him attention. And like in this show, just puts his hand down her pants. And then all of a sudden he's raping her. Mm-hmm. In his mind, he's not raping her. He's just like, oh, I'm Ron Jeremy. This is what she wanted. And in her mind, she's like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. I just met Ron Jeremy. Now he's banging me. And then now he's in jail forever. Rightfully so. But it's just like these men in these positions of power are are, are like kind of uh, themselves groomed into thinking that they can just grab whatever the hell they want at any time. I'm hungry. Let me grab it. I'm tired. I'm horny. All of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty awful. Next thing you know, you're going to jail. Pretty terrible. So anyway, check that show out on the Apple TV, the morning show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> daily dose, daily dose, get the news from coast to coast. Uh-huh. Daily dose, daily dose, all your news from coast to all coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Graham. Ladies and gentlemen. Here's your Daily Dose for Tuesday, September 14th. Oh, thank you. So remember we were talking about the demonstrators at the hospitals yesterday? Mm -hmm. Well, it was kind of unclear of what was happening with that. Found out a little bit more. They said that they're wanting to take a stand against tyrannical measures and government overreach. So they call themselves the um, Canadian Frontline Nurses, and they're doing... Oh, God. I know. They're doing these, quote-unquote, silent vigils, so they don't want to prevent anyone from having uh, disrupted service at uh, for, for patients at hospitals or anything. They just want to have their voice heard. They're basically condemning... Many are condemning the Ontario's proof of vaccination system, which is... Is that even a... A thing? A thing yet? I don't know, actually. I don't think I can, it is. I can look it up. No, it's but right. it. But I think they're. I think they're making it a thing. Mm. I think they're in the process. Um, this is a random story, and I don't have tons of details on it. But I thought I'd mention it because I I'm really bad for not necessarily doing my um uh, updates on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. They say that Apple has a new update, and they've fixed a very important security vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. So do it. Do your updates. Uh, another story here, which is kind of depressing, but important to talk about, I think, because it's something that we have, you and I have talked about before, uh, but it's happening more and more. There's patients that are trying to get care at hospitals that yes. are being turned away and dying now because the ICU beds are being taken up by people who have not been vaccinated. Yeah. Suffering from COVID. That is that is a growing concern and a growing issue that something needs to be done about that. Like I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but when so the, here's an example of of a situation that this happened. A man named Ray Demonia wasn't uh seeking any kind of COVID treatment when he arrived at an Alabama hospital with heart problems. He's 73 years old. He became an indirect victim of COVID-19 patients um, filling hospitals and ICU beds. The cardiac patient um, died in a Mississippi hospital about 200 miles from his home because there was no cardiac ICU beds nearby. All, all because of COVID. That's fucked. So what do you do then? Yeah. Like it, 
I understand and I agree with like not having too much gov- government overreach and controlling what you put in your body, but now you not putting stuff in your body is causing other people to die. Mm-hmm. So That's what do crazy. we do? What do we do in the situation? Yeah. You know, like it's, but it's, it's uh, becoming a growing issue and it's, it's really scary. Shifting gears to a lighter topic. Egyptian scientists uh, say that a fossil of a four-legged prehistoric whale they found over 10 years ago. A four-legged whale? Yeah. They found the the fossil of it over 10 years ago is an ancestor. Imagine like you spent, you have to spend 10 years studying this thing to figure out stuff. Uh, Who is not, it's an ancestor of the modern day whale lived 43 million years ago. 43 million years ago. It's crazy. The fossil sheds light on the evolution of whales from herbivore land mammals into carnivore species of today in water. The transition from that to that took 10 million years. So, you know, when we're trying to change our lives, like you're trying to quit coffee Mm -hmm. and you expect it to happen like that. Give it 10 million years. Yeah. Just make yourself feel better knowing that whales took 10 million years. It's a long cleanse. (laughs) But how do they know that? Like smart people, I got to give it to smart, hand it to smart people. I mean, how, how would they know it's 43 million years ago? 43. I know. Not 42 million years ago. <laughs> what know. if it was 42 million years ago? That's one million year difference. I know. A one million year difference. I know. I know. How would they know that? I know. And how were, yeah, exactly. How do they know that? Like, how were records kept? Like back forty forty three point five million years ago. That's a five hundred thousand year difference. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Am I doing that math right, or am I? Uh, I don't know. I just know your point. On mushrooms, I wasn't. You're probably on mushrooms. And uh, short daily dose. That's your daily dose for today. Oh, okay. I'll oh, have a longer oh, one next oh, time. Oh, I'm actually. Right. We're not on. To, I'm not on tomorrow. You're not but. on tomorrow. You're not on Daily dose, daily dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose, all your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. Hey, guess who's here commenting? It's Ken. Ken, oh. It's been a while, there Ken, from wow. YouTube. Hi, Ken. Ken. Ken is watching us on YouTube. Welcome, Ken, on YouTube. Um, I thought I was I was getting ready for a Matt Murdock OOTD review, but no. Ken says maybe something in their DNA they track when it comes to the how long. Oh, guessing. Was. Yeah, I wonder if it's like layers of like oh a my gosh. fossil. It's PM. PM. Pierre. Wow. Oh YouTube. my God. All the all the classic. PM. How are you? Classic Julian Dion uh, show with Jim Grant listeners. There you go. All, all the 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 band is back together. We need our terms. Remember, we were tr- trying to come up with terms. Terms. Uh, a term for the people that watch. Oh uh, yeah, we tried the nuggets for a bit. <laughs> the nuggets sounds. The cigarettes. I don't know. I can't figure that one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need a uh, we need a name for our fans. The land ma- whales. The land whales. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Oh, Ken, both Ken's been only watching offline. Oh, okay. oh, Christ. All right. Well, yes. as long as you're watching, Ken, that's, that's awesome. all that matters. Um, 
And PM says he's trying. PM is on YouTube as well. He says he's trying to get used to the new schedule, and he missed missed us this summer. Yeah, the new schedule is uh, tough. 10 a.m. I'm still weird and weird with it, but we'll. Uh, shit, there was something else I wanted to address in my notes, and then the comments uh, threw me off. What, what Derailed you? Yeah, we had uh, talked about the show. Ah, shit, it's gone. Dentist, coffee, I'm at, well, I don't know. What did I miss? I was just gonna, I was just gonna go in, go into something too that like was gonna eat up some time. Nah, anyway, it's gone. What do we got here? I don't have any other topics. I think audition roll, the morning show, daily dose. All right. Uh, what was it, what else were we gonna talk about? That, uh, that's what I've been trying to figure out for okay, the last so, three minutes. Okay, so so I got my wedding dress already. Yeah. Okay, and it's actually in the house, which you you're not never allowed to look at it. Well, you got to tell me where. I mean, I can't just. This is your move. It's you covered. Give me my, in you a give thing. me your phone. I told. I showed it you to you. You give me your phone. You go you're here. You do this with today. your phone. Did you have an espresso? Yes, I did. You give me your phone, you're like, look through it. Then you're like, no, don't. I have a wedding dress in there. I'm like, you just gave me your phone to look through it. I don't. Well, like, you got to warn me. Yeah, but I forgot until you were looking through. Where's it. the dress? So I don't. It's I know. It's in not. this closet here. Oh well, yeah. You got to tell me these yeah, but things. It's in a thing. Because then you're the one. You'll get so mad if I open the thing and see it there. But then it's like you, you didn't. You I told did me. tell you. It's in a thing. Like it's all wrapped up. But well, maybe you should wash it. Oh, it's not washed? What if you put it in the washer? I would kill you. <laughs> and then you're like, sorry, I shrunk it. $2,000 down the... This is little... Anyway. Whoa, humble brag. <laughs> oh, no, it was just... Oh, look, PM will be happy to know that the sound machine is still... So both Ken and PM are watching. We've got Ken, uh, his sound machine here. Oh. And then we've got... Uh, I was just thinking of PM that we have all those batteries. That's the thing. One we of do, those. We have a lot. Remember, he mailed us these batteries. I don't remember how many. Oh, like twenty, oh, and awesome. one lasts a year. Oh, it's gonna. La- we have thirty years worth of little batteries for the I sound machine. I love that. I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. So anyway. Um, I ha- so I have this I have this wedding dress and it's in that closet so don't go in there or don't go open the bag you won't see it but here's the thing because of COVID I got the dress way too early and now I have to take it out once a month to fluff it up fluff it up what is like it you can't of, just leave of... it in a you can't leave it in the bag for a year because it would get like too I don't know well, fluff it up what, what, what fl- you got to take it out air f- it out is there down feathers in this like is, is it a vest. <laughs> What is it? Oh, well, I thought I sh- should get an outfit that I can use again for Cirque du Soleil or something. You know mm. what I mean? That I've was been funny. Ha- You're like, mm. I, don't, I don't I don't get it. Well, because it's like a costume oh. with like feathers and stuff. Okay. Cirque du Soleil, it's like people wear costumes on that. Yes! That's awesome! I've been having really vivid flashbacks of our month in the trailer last, because it's coming up on that time of year. Mm-hmm. I've been having vivid flashbacks it was fun of just we've spent what four or five weeks four weeks in that trailer yeah that's crazy from mid-october october October to mid-november last year in new brunswick 
and it was like cold. unseasonably warm. Yeah, but at first it got warm. Yeah. It was it was like twenty five degrees yeah. for the first like two three weeks. Remember That's we true. kept adding. We were gonna stay in it for like a week or two, yeah. uh, two weeks, and then it got adding and adding adding. I just have these flashbacks of waking up really early, doing the shows in the trailer, having coffee. Yeah, it was nice. Waking up in the morning, then turning on the heat. It would come on. Uh, he'd be like, all then go be, go outside behind the trailer, pish first thing in the morning. It's really cold. Pish. Go back in, the heat, the, the propane heater's full blast. You went inside, you would get coffee, come back in, we have coffee, we'd do the show. And then we had nothing else to do because we were in quarantine. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, today and last night, nice. over th- all night, all night throughout the night, I just tossing and turning and having flashbacks of. The trailer last October and the morning show. Yeah. And I fucked up again. I took a melatonin at like 2 a.m. Because uh, I thought it might be different if it was in the middle of the night because I woke classic. up wide awake. Because w- what time did we go to bed last night? Early enough. Pretty early. 10.30? Yeah. 10.30. So at like 1 or 2 something, I woke up wide awake. So I'm like, I'll pop a melly. <sighs> Restless all night. Again. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Tossing into... I thought it wouldn't... I thought in the night if I take it it'll knock me out. No, Don't bother. Sucks. <laughs> I should just. F- I'm gonna flush them all down the drain. Yeah. Cause uh, I woke up at three and was like, oh, I could like get up now, and then I don't like now. It's too early. I, I'll feel tired all day. So then, from three to four, I don't. Were you up then or did you finally fall asleep? No, I was back asleep. Okay. Well, I from three to four I was like planning my life. Like I couldn't stop planning shit that i wanted to do around the house this and that fluff the dress everything and it was like fluff the dress i have to do that once a month i don't understand that what I is know. it fa- fabric what's the fabric they just said like i have suits and stuff you don't fluff them like it's just fabric yeah what but fl- it's wrapped like this like it's it's like that okay. like a suit what would happen if you didn't fluff your dress i think it would just like i feel like at least every couple months i have to like air it out i just need to get it out and like poof it up a bit Hmm. i don't know it would just be all like i don't know maybe i don't have to i'm gonna look into it because i don't want to i don't want to like i'm gonna have to like i'm fluffing the dress stay out of here like get in the room close the door get the cats out anyway (laughs) nah that doesn't deserve that that was not funny Whoa, oh my god. I didn't know you were doing that and it scared me. No, Sounds not. like a news update. I know, that's not a singable one. Today on The Morning Show, nah. our co-host, Steve Carell. See, he played he played a rapist. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he thought about it. He's not... Uh, they At that level, I'm sure you do think about it, though. Right. How it affects your career. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I don't think anything Type he could do cast. would affect his career. Absolutely not. You're right. But it's not favorable. Like, people don't watch that and go, like, it's very different. Like, he doesn't u- usually play characters like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's hard yeah, It's hard to see someone you like playing a shitty character. Yes, it is, Jenny. Night, so I popped a melatonin at one. Eight. No, that's not a good song. <laughs> you started the song like Gordy catches popcorn. You're like this. <gasps> I <laughs> do an impression of Gordy catching popcorn. 
<laughs> we throw it to him and his mouth's really shut. And he opens it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing you don't know about wedding dresses. You got to fluff them ever so often, motherfucker. Shit. If you don't fluff your dress, <laughs> you're going to end up with a flat dress, you idiot. Fluff up your dress at least <laughs> once a month or every six weeks at the most. You don't want a flat wedding dress on your special day where people are sitting in the pews of the church going, shit, look at that flat dress. Come on, yeah. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny G with a flat dress wedding dress. Here comes the bride, all flat and wide. Oh. There's going to be a little musical break here in the middle. Here's the thing. If you're going to go store away your wedding dress in a closet, you're going to have to fluff it up every so often. Otherwise, you'll have a pleated flat dress like a poor person. And you don't want to come across as a poor person, no. You want to be rich. Rich with a fluffy, puffy dress. Yeah, fluffy, airy dress. None of this stale, staticky, flat bull. Shit, come on. Fluff it up one time. And one time, I mean, at least once a month. Come on, two, three to the four. When I was a Wedding dress on the dance floor. We both took on the same thing. Oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, flat dress, flat dress. You're like, I got a flat dress. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're only getting married next year. That's 11 months from now. That means 11 wedding dress fluffs. <laughs> if you're going to stay on track. I have a, I'm going to put an alert in my phone to fluff my dress. We've pretty much maxed out this song. We've pretty much... Hey, I just want you to know that Ken said that... Ken is watching on YouTube, and he said that Charlize Theron, after Monster, didn't get a role for a while. So there you go. See? There's something to that. Well, so if I, uh... Oh, yeah. All right. If I, um... But the thing is, I don't have roles often. So if I don't have another role, that'll be fine. Like nothing would change. If this affected my com my acting career, taking on this role of a child sexual abuser, uh, I wouldn't notice. <laughs> if they were like, if I booked it and they're like, yeah, he didn't book anything for three years after that, it'd be like, oh, well, yeah, but that was just the case before anyway. <laughs> Nothing's gonna change. All right, thank you, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Well, I will be back. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I'll be tomorrow back. I'm off. I'm going to the Nordic Spa. I'll be back with a guest host tomorrow. Who knows? Or alone. We don't know. Anyway, thanks for watching. Encouraging you, of course, to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, you've got that purple app. 
The pop pop pop. The podcast app. The pop pop podcast app. So just go ahead and leave a review. It makes all the difference in the world. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and smash that like button. Subscribe on all the major podcast platforms. Follow on Instagram. And go to our website, The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant, for all of your Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant needs fulfilled. Jenny, I love you. I love you too. And uh, that's that. We'll be back tomorrow for Hump Day. Well, Jenny will be back on Thursday. But I'll see you guys tomorrow. And until then, watch your head. of time just a waste of time the whole world wants a piece of my head but they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed it's such a beautiful waste of time a waste of time See you tomorrow, everybody. Good night now.